Welcome to Fusion Student Ministries. We hope this message equips and encourages you. All right, how y'all doing tonight? Good. Yay, great. All right, um, so the title of my message tonight is The Power of Reflection. Um, so as most of you know, Jonathan and I will be leaving Fusion at the end of the year. I know, sad. Or maybe happy. I don't know. Maybe y'all are excited for us to leave. Um, and so this is going to be my last message this year. That's crazy. I mean, people <laughs> just start, start crying. It's like a just tearful night. No, I'm joking. Um, I mean, I'm sure they'll invite me back next year. I don't think they'll get rid of me. You know, maybe they don't want me back. I don't know. Yeah, Sarah's shaking her head like, no. Yeah, I'm going to call you out. You shook your head no. All right. Um, so anyway, I just began to think about um, all the adventures I had as being a leader in Fusion. Um, I started being a leader in 2014. Like, that's crazy. Actually, 2013. 13. I was thinking 2014 was the year I graduated. But anyway. Um, so yeah, 2013. I was a senior in high school. And let me tell you, I had no idea what I was doing. Um, they asked me to lead. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I just knew that I felt like God was telling me to do it. So, you know, I stepped out in faith. Um, but I don't think that girl from 2014 would ever imagine preaching up here or even being considered like interim youth pastor. Um, I think that girl would have ran. <laughs> um, so, but that guys, that's exactly what reflection is. Reflection is looking back at where you were and seeing how far God has brought you. And so uh, I want to talk a little bit about that tonight and share some stories with you. So I hope it's just like a really lighthearted message and that hopefully you can walk out of here with encouragement after looking back at your year um, and knowing that God has grown you so much in this year. Because even, like, believe it or not, even if you had a really bad year, we've all grown somehow. God has grown us in some way this year. All right, so... Let's get into it. But first, what are the benefits of reflecting? So before I even get into like what it looks like to reflect every year, I want to talk about the benefits of it because why do it if it's not beneficial, right? Why dig up all the past stuff if you, if nothing good comes out of it, right? Um, so I'm going to go over four benefits, even though I'm sure there's much more. Um, so the first one is you gain a new perspective. So, have you ever, like, if you had one really, really bad moment in a year, you kind of translate that throughout the whole year, and you're like, yeah, I just had a really rough year, when it was actually really just one big major thing that really sucked that year? Um, but if you really sit down and you reflect on over the year, you can actually see more positives than negatives when you're looking back on it. Um, and I have a scripture right here that says, it's 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 19. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. So I'm sure we've all had some rough moments this year. I mean, life's not perfect, right? Um, maybe some of us really did have a terrible year. You look back and you're like, yeah, I'm seeing more negatives than I am positives. Um, but don't discount that God can move through the roughest times. So at the start of my freshman year of college, and if you've been here a long time, you've probably heard this story like 50 times, so I'm sorry. Um, so at the beginning of college, I had three deaths that were very close together, some in family, some friends. Um, I was working two jobs. I had 18 hours of school, 
which is a lot. I know that sounds ridiculous, like, oh my gosh, I do way more than that throughout a week, but 18 hours is a lot. Um, and I had super hard classes. I had biology. I hate biology, Sarah. I hate biology, Sarah. That was the only C I made in college. Only C. I had all A's and B's and everything else. Hey, biology. Anyway, um, <laughs> just calling you out right here. I, I just remember thinking that it, that was just a horrible year. Like at the end of that year, I was like, I'm done with this year. I don't, I just don't want to go on to next year. Um, and I remember feeling like very alone and feeling like God wasn't there for me through that process. But like looking back now over that, I have a new perspective. Although it was really hard to like grieve through those three losses, at the same time, I realized how much strength God gave me in that season. Um, and then he spoke so many revelations in those moments that I needed it most. So yeah, back to number one, you gain a new perspective when you look back over your year. Um, two, you can see how much you have grown. So in the Bible, it says, Luke 8, 14 through 15, the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, sorry, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, produce a crop. So the important thing to realize in the scripture is that you can only grow if you aren't being choked out by life's worries and pleasures. So the key to growth are having a noble and good heart, hearing the word and retaining it, and persevering. So what does that mean for growing? So by looking back at your year, you can see the times you persevered when life got hard. You can see the times that you chose the right path when maybe other people didn't choose the right path. And you could see when you were noble in your school or in your household, right? So that's very important because, I mean, if you're looking just at your year right now, if you think about your year, you might say it was a really bad year. But going into it and looking and really reflecting at what your year looked like, you might find how strong you were. You might find that you persevered through some really tough times. And that's encouraging going into next year. All right, number three, God can give you new revelation. So I remember in the start of 2018, um, I was planning a wedding and I just started my full-time job of being a sped teacher. That was awful. Anyway, no, not being a teacher, but like the, the class itself was, yeah, my students were just, no. Um, I, I walked into my classroom and I remember thinking, cause I knew I had an assistant. Um, I remember thinking that my assistant was probably going to want to take over the class, you know, cause she had been there for longer than I was. And I, I walked into the classroom and she like did like this. She's like, there's your class. And I was like, what? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she's like, you got that. And so I walked in and then the first thing, whenever the students walked in, they were like, who's that white lady? And I was like, I'm your new teacher. And they're like, no, you ain't. And I was like, well, I kind of am, but anyway, so they kind of didn't like me at first. So it was a really just rough beginning of the year, 2018 and, you know, growing with them and learning their personalities and them learning about me and all those things. And also planning a wedding, which is very stressful financially, emotionally, physically, because he didn't do anything. That's why. No, I'm joking. Um, so as it got closer to the wedding, I just began to complain a lot and Jonathan can vouch for that. 
Um, I just began to complain about every little thing in my life that wasn't going the way that I wanted to. Because, you know, when you're planning a wedding, you just want everything to be right on schedule. And sometimes it's not. Um, and yeah, anyway, it was like two days before my wedding and I was reflecting over the past few months. Um, and the song do it again. I don't know if many of y'all know by elevation worship. Amazing. Um, it came on the radio and I just began to bawl like ugly snot crying, just like really, really bad. Um, and God just began to shower me with memories of like all the amazing things. Like, cause I was looking so much to like the negative things, the things that weren't going right. But God was just showing me those amazing things that he had provided for me in the past month, few months. Like he had given us great deals on just like things for our wedding. Like it was just amazing how God came through. Um, and God shared the revelation with me that I was so loved and supported during the season of my life and that I had no reason to complain or doubt that God was doing um, because he was always there. And he even gave me relationships. Like, I don't think in the moment I thought I was so alone, but in actuality, like, God was providing so many relationships for me to be able to get me to my wedding day and be able to help me through my wedding day. Um, so, yeah. Number four, it's a great way for you and God to connect. So, just see this as an opportunity for you to just sit down with God and talk about the year. Like, how often do you get to, like, go and sit down with someone and just talk about yourself all the time? Like, you know, that would be kind of rude. Like, most of the time, like, you talk, they talk. But, like, this is your perfect opportunity. Like, go before God and just say everything you want to say about your year. Like, that should be exciting, right? Um, He should be your best friend that you tell everything to. It it makes me excited to think that I can go before God and just talk about everything, my whole year, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful. Um, and he's just so eager li- to listen. You know how you get those friends and you're talking and they're like, like no expression, just, it's very sad. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, I don't want to talk anymore. But like, I just badger God's kind of like a puppy dog, just like, yeah, like, tell me more. Like, cause we have a puppy, Sebastian, and he's so cute. And anytime I talk to him, he like, puts his ears up and he's just like looking at me and he's like wagging his tail and like getting excited. So that's just what I imagine. Like God's just like, yeah, like talk to me. I'm so excited. Like, yeah. All right. Um, so John 15, 15 said, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all that I have heard from my father. I have made known to you. All right. So those are four beneficial ways, um, of reflecting as things that our benefits for reflecting. So what are steps we should take in reflecting about our year? So first, I'm going to read a super long scripture, and please don't get bored because it's a great story, and I'm going to try my best to be animated with it, and just imagine me doing this, or you doing this. Yeah. Yes. All right, Joshua 4, the whole chapter. Aren't we excited? It's awesome. Okay. Yeah, you're so excited. All right. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, choose 12 men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan from right where the priests are standing and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of tribes of the Israelites to serve as a sign among you. 
In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. Can you just imagine that? Like, I mean, I know we know the Red Sea thing, but like you're walking and you're like, man, can't pass this river. And it just opens up like, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Like you go to Colorado or something, you're like, Lord, make these rivers part. And you yeah, exactly. So anyway, they took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua, and they carried them over with them to their camp where they put them down. Joshua set up the 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. Now the priests who carried the ark remained standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything the Lord had commanded Joshua was done by the people, just as Moses had directed Joshua. The people hurried over, and as soon as all of them had crossed, the ark of the Lord and the priests came to the other side while the people watched. The men of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh crossed over ready for battle in front of the Israelites as Moses had directed them. About 40,000 armed for battle crossed over before the Lord in the plains of Jericho for war. That day the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they stood in awe of him all the days of his life, just as they had stood in awe of Moses. All right, command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant law to come out up the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priests, come up out of the Jordan, and the priests came up out of the river carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. No sooner had they set their feet on the dry ground than the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and ran at flood stage as before. On the tenth day of the first month, the people went up from the Jordan and camped at Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. And Joshua set up at Gilgal the twelve stones they had taken out of the Jordan. He said to the Israelites, In the future, when your descendants ask your parents, What do these stones mean? Tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. He did this so that all the peoples of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. That's a lot. It's good. All right. So um, the first step in reflecting is to take it month by month. And I'm sure you're like, what does that mean? Are the lights kind of? being weird. Yeah, can you fix that, babe? Is it? Wow, that's great. All right, so I'm actually kind of stole this from Stephen Furtick message from a long time ago and kind of put my own spin on it. So the things I say, I, they're not really my spit. He fixed the lights. <laughs> Thank you, babe. Appreciate that. Um, so whatever I say, it's really Stephen Furtick's revelation that is given to me from his mouth. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so we may not have 12 stones, right? I don't physically have 12 stones in front of me, um, but we do have 12 months of the year. And so when you reflect, look at each month. Think about how God has worked, how he has moved, how he's answered, how he's provided, how he showed his love, how he helped you through the moments you were struggling. 
Like genuinely go through January, February, March. I mean, you know, the months um, and go through and look at your memories. Think about the things that God has done for you. Just like the Israelites did. They each take a, took a stone and that was a memorial for what God had did for them. Um, so yeah. So just like in the story, he set out 12 stones so they would be reminded of the amazing, powerful thing that God had did in their lives. And after you have reflected, after you have taken it month by month and gone through and thought about what God has done in your life, begin to share it with everyone. Um, the point of the stones was to be a memorial, to share what had happened, to show the generations to come. So don't let what God has done this year remain hidden in your heart. Encourage others, share your story. You know, someone might need to hear what you have walked through. And so it's important that you not only reflect about your year in a positive way, thinking about the positive things that God has done and how he's moved, but also tell that to other people. Share that with your friends. Share that with your family. I mean, you never know. They might need to hear that. Um, and also an important part is journaling. And I know that sounds so cliche and everyone says it like journal every day, but it, wouldn't it be so cool if like five years from now you were really struggling, you were really going through something, maybe the same thing you've gone through this year and you were cleaning out your drawer, you know, cause you clean all the time, spring cleaning. Um, and you found this journal and then you open the journal and you begin to read about the faithfulness of God, how he provided for you back then. Like, and so, you know, he's going to provide for you now. Wouldn't that be awesome? Um, or how he came through in a moment of despair, how you were really going through a really hard time or a death or something, you know, um, how he met you in the pit, how he held you or showed you his love in the moment you needed most. So I encourage y'all, whenever you think about it and you reflect about your year, write it down so that you can look back on it and see how much God has provided for you. And number three, praise God for whatever your year may have had and declare that next year he is going to move in your life even bigger. Um, so I want to do perfect timing. I want to do a little exercise. Um, and I know we still have a month left in the year. Um, we don't act like this year's over because it's not, but it almost is. Um, <laughs> Jonathan said I had a theme whenever I do something and I often use flashcards and it just is what it is. So you have a flashcard and a pen under your chair that you can grab. Isn't that wonderful magic? I just put it there. Yeah. Y'all didn't even know. Um, okay. So Luke, can you start playing that lovely song for me? All right. Um, so there's a card underneath your seat on the front of the card. I want you to reflect for just a moment and I want you to write a word that would describe this year. You can think about it. I don't want you to just, you know, up and do it. Um, and try to make it positive. If it's not, that's okay. Because not everything in life is positive. But think about what God has done for you this year. How has he grown you? What is something that you learned this year? So just ask God for that word that you need to write down. So I'm going to give you all a minute or two to do that. try to, but if not, it's okay. It could be like a phrase if you want. All right. So I see most of y'all are done. If not, it's okay. All right. And then I want you to turn it on the back. Um, and on the back, I want you to write a word that you feel like God is revealing to you for next year. So maybe it's something you feel like God is wanting to work on in your life or some way he wants to grow you this upcoming year. And I don't mean like a new year's resolution, like lose weight or anything like that. I mean, I do, but you know, um, but I mean, like, how can you reflect God in this upcoming year? 
What is something that God is showing you so that you can look more like Him next year? Y'all can go ahead and think of something. Alrighty. And as y'all are finishing up, I just... I want to encourage y'all to keep this card, guys. Um, it doesn't have to be like put on your mirror or anything because I know it's not the cutest flash card. I could have got y'all some color one. But, um, but I really encourage y'all to hold on to this and like make a note of why you wrote it like and everything like that. Um, and so before I ask y'all to stand and pray with y'all and everything, I hope y'all are encouraged to just go home and even if it's not today or tomorrow, at the end of the year, just reflect on the things that God has done in your life this year. I promise, and I've seen it in y'all lives just this year, how much y'all have grown. And that's encouraging to me as a leader to see how much y'all have grown, how much God is just moving in y'all life, and I can see that. So um, I want y'all to be able to see that and be encouraged by that, that I'm proud of y'all, and I've been very blessed. to be a part of this ministry. Okay, y'all can stand and y'all can turn off the lights. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to pray us out, okay? God, I just thank you so much that you are so faithful and you are so good. God, we are so blessed to call you our friend. We are so blessed to call you um, the person that we can talk to about our year, about the things that we've walked through, Lord God, that you are just so good to us. And we don't deserve your love. We don't deserve your goodness. But Lord, you just, you give it to us anyway. And God, I just pray that tonight that we've been encouraged, that we're just able to, to leave here knowing that we can reflect on our year and see all the good things that you have done, that you have provided for us, that you have been there for us, that we were never alone, that you've walked through us through the deepest valleys, the deepest pits, that you've pulled us out of those pits whenever we were struggling, Lord God, that you called us by name, that that we are yours, that all of these things are just, that just, all those things are just sealed in our hearts tonight, Lord God. So I pray that as we leave here tonight, that you are just continuing to work in our lives, continuing to allow us to reflect on our year with you, Lord God. And that coming up next year, Lord God, that you are going to grow us even more, that you are going to show us your love even more, that you're going to set us on fire even more, Lord God. You're going to make us more passionate and more excited for you. And I'm so excited for all the amazing things that you are going to do in Fusion this next year, Lord God. God, I praise you and I honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, thanks for joining us. For more info on Fusion, you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram.